The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. In just a bit, we're going to talk about log lines again. And we talked last podcast about this stage 32 contest called Uh That's a Movie. It's a logline contest where one of my fantastic screenplays won. The logline won. It was best logline. Best. In the world. Out of thousands. In the world. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Hey, I've received a ton of messages. Well, not a ton. Uh Well, more than three. About giving our listeners time to answer the Trivial Pursuit oh. TV questions. Now, oh, you know, that's a good point. Pursuit questions. Okay. Yeah, because think about it. We use the timer sound effect for the movie quotes game. Then we follow it with these stupid cards I found out in the garage. Uh-huh. So we'll address that later. All right. Maybe, if I remember. It's too much work to find it right now. <laughs> so when we get to the game, uh-huh. if I remember. Put the timer on. Maybe. A lot of messages came in about me bragging about my screenwriting prowess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I don't know what they're talking about, because I'm the best in the biz. So if you think you're better than me, well, you probably are. (laughs) You think you're better than me? Eh, They are. Honestly, I think it's more of like a self-confidence thing, and it only gets stronger on a daily basis when I see the crap that's out there. (laughs) Right? I mean, we talk about some bad movies. It's rough. Just write entertaining stories. That's it. Relatable stuff. Write what you know. Now, some people don't agree with that, but I do. And we were just talking about this. Something that's easy to follow that's entertaining. Exactly. I'm not trying to be cocky. I think it's that I have nothing to lose, so I just say what's on my mind. Maybe that's it. That's where I'm at at this age, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm a miserable sack (laughs) of shit. I have nothing to look forward to. My life pretty much consists of me asking, is there any cheaper scotch than Clan McGregor? (laughs) Uh, The answer to that is, I don't think so. I think it's a resounding, no. Oh, yeah. And I got messages. Hey, Mark, why do you do that voice? Mm -hmm. Mm No. Because Johnny Carson used to do that. When he was opening the letters and that kind of weird shit. Yeah. You think you're better than me? Okay. That kind of thing. <laughs> All right. There you go. Um, so, yeah, we'll do the uh, movie quotes game mm-hmm. and figure out if I can remember how to do the new uh, the timer. timer. Deal. Is that a big thing? Mm. I guess people like to play I, along I so they don't get a chance to think it through. So, yeah, let's just elongate the podcast. <laughs> make it even longer. That's what it's it all about. Yeah. Jerks! Okay, we're going to talk to a screenwriter now. All right. Yee-hoo! Hey, it's Writer's Roundup, where we find out what other people are doing to shine a spotlight on their projects 
and we chat with them for a few minutes. And this time around, we are talking to Cami Mosley. Hello, Cami. Hello there. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. Yes. Now, right out of the gate, let me ask you how long you've been writing screenplays. I've actually been writing screenplays for six or seven years. I've been a writer my whole life, starting in elementary school. And just recently, I started my own production company and started writing full time again. So I'm very excited about that. Cool. Oh, awesome. Now, do you, yeah. have a, do you have a number you can give? us on completed projects, completed screenplays? I always am I, interested. <laughs> I have two completed features and I have a completed TV pilot and a short. And I'm halfway through another feature as we record this. Nice. Ah, so you're working on a screenplay as we speak. Now, yes, sir. Are, yeah. you, are you halfway through it, you said? I am halfway through. So have you hit the frustration level yet? I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm not the only one. It's usually around 25, 35 pages. Yes. Well, what I, what my MO is I edit, edit, edit if yeah. I get a little lost. And now I'm back at like, you know, about 55, 60 pages. Uh-huh. And I have all my notes and I'm like, hey, how am I going to translate these notes into this script? Yeah. So yeah. it's Been there. not parlaying those ideas mm-hmm. to get it in there that makes sense. Yeah. I see you're yeah, in a good spot because 50 pages for me is like Shangri-La. It's the 30-page <laughs> limit. Yeah. I get to that 30, 33 right. pages is like roadblock, you know? Yeah, that dreaded Act 1 is it's a bitch, yes, if absolutely. I am allowed to say that. Yeah. Of course you of can. Of course. Have you listened to the show? <laughs> yeah. Now, is there a genre you prefer? Yes, I, I am most specifically a horror writer. Nice. Um, my pilot is more of a crime thriller with like horror elements, more like a... Um, kind of a Hannibal-esque ah. type that in that genre. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw me on the video. I do not look like I write horror. Um, <laughs> I look more like... <laughs> But you look like you know, a nice person. I do. I'm a mother. And yes, but most people I have found in the horror community are some of my favorite people. So. Yeah. Well, well, let me put it this way to you. Okay. When I look at you, I don't think blood and guts. That's a positive. That's a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. I sneak up on you. That's there right. you go. Yikes. <laughs> now, being a woman, would you say your scripts are female oriented? Yes, I mean, I I do have some protagonists that are male, Mm -hmm. but for instance, the script I'm working on right now is perspective of two females. They're never anything like me. I don't know if you guys experience this in your writing, but I do pull from certain aspects of my personality, usually the ones I don't like, because that makes the best characters. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would say a lot of the time, I I do find it difficult to to have a protagonist that's a male but, you know, I have a husband to bounce stuff off, and uh, he helps in that regard. Perfect. Yeah. Now, what about screenwriting yeah. competitions? Do you enter these? Yes, <laughs> I certainly <Uh-oh>. do. Um, <laughs> no, I, I and I've looked through and I've listened to some of your podcasts and whatnot. And, you know, I think when you're first starting out, that's kind of your go-to because you don't yeah. really know what else to do. And I, you know, like I said, I wrote my first script about six, seven years ago, and it's actually in development right now. Awesome. And cool. yeah, thank you. Um, it's not what the original looked like, as you guys know. There's of lots of many right. rewrites. I find that the process is something that I, I don't think if unless you're a writer, it's really hard to nail that down for people. It's an exciting place to be right now. I'm going to like Austin After Dark. Um, mm-hmm. I was a finalist there and that's in May. And they are actually doing readings for scriptwriters. So it's really exciting because not a lot of 
you know, when you enter a film, that's such a visual medium yeah, for yeah. writing. And this has plagued me my whole life. I don't know how you guys feel is, you know, no one's going to do a reality show about screenwriting. So <laughs> it's a really yeah. hard thing to parlay for people. What do you do? And it's such a lonely process or such an in your head process that, you know, I went to contests first for sure. And I've had some success. Now, I would love to say I was a finalist or a winner of page or cover fly or script line, you know, yeah. I have some stuff in the works for those, but I, you know, I've got some notoriety and I, I am very proud of that. I think any win is a win. It, absolutely. You know, in this world, any win is a win. You got to take <laughs> what you can get. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And, yes, and sir. use it to your advantage. <laughs> right. No kidding. And you know, it actually has helped. Um, I have um, some friends in the film industry and if you can beef it up a little bit and say, Hey, please read my script. Well, what have you won? Even if you've spent, which all of us oh, have, yeah. that have been doing this for any amount of time, maybe even thousands of dollars entering contests. Mm. <laughs> I think that at some point it's going to pay off because what is it? It's always that top 20% that don't give up and float to the top. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to, it's a grind screenwriting. I love it, but it is a grind. It, it sure is, is a grind. So what yeah. you're working on currently is this new script, correct? Yeah. How long do you think till it's done till fade out? Well, I, I like lofty goals for myself. So for this year, I'd like to finish four features mm. and it's, you know, May's knocking on our door and I've yet to finish my first script Ooh. this year, <laughs> but I've been you. working a lot on my other, on um, the one that's in development. So I've spent a lot of time rewriting that, but this one, I, my goal probably June 1st, you mm. know, okay. um, if I could do before then that would be great, but I would like to be done by June 1st. And this one I'm excited about because I'm going to some dark, I always go dark places, but this is some places actually based from some real life experiences that oh. my husband, he's a vet and uh. people that he has talked to. And so I'm excited about bringing in some real life stuff cool. into that, that genre. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Uh, Cammie, how can someone get in contact with you? Well, I am on LinkedIn, um, Cammie Mosley, and um, I'm on Instagram as well. It's Cam underscore Mosley LV. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on stage 32, which is where I went and met Mark. I'm on script lab. Yes. I'm all over the place. That's (laughs) awesome. Cammie, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us. Oh my gosh. Thank you for the invite. This was very fun. And I will be, once this gets released, I'll be letting everyone I know know and get some awesome. And we will let you know. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. All right. You too. Another Writer's Roundup. Thank you. And if you would like to be on Writer's Roundup, too bad. (laughs) We're booked up. Now, you can go to makemydamnmovie.com, go to the contact page, and I think it's on there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's on there. You can figure it out. It's a wonderful thing. A lot of people like it. And uh, if you don't, again, too bad. (sighs) Oh. You can also go to makemydamnmovie.com to send us a message. Which is what we're going to do, right? No. (laughs) Matthew, Greensboro, North Carolina. Love that you guys brought up editing character dialogue. I consistently go back and whittle mine down to where the character speaks like an actual person would speak. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's the dream. That's how you do it. No one really does it correctly, except for me. (laughs) I was going to say, where's the butt? Keep trying. Adriana, Windsor, Canada. 
Congrats on your win with your script's logline for the Pickle Hut. Loglines are one area where I do not shine, so be proud of yourself. No problem. James, Long Beach, California. I desperately want to be on Writer's Roundup, but I feel intimidated. Any suggestions? I do have a suggestion. Don't come on. Nolan, Cincinnati, Ohio. Why is Mark considered cantankerous? Just because I clearly picture him shaking his fist and yelling curse words at small children doesn't make him crabby. Oh, wait. Guess it does. Never mind. Hilarious. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, Nolan, fuck you. (laughs) Bennett, Yonkers, New York. I look forward to the Make My Damn Movie podcast every week. I hear talk of not doing it anymore, so allow me to vote on keeping it going. Meh. (laughs) There's talk of it every show. From from the the very beginning. Cecilia, Stockholm, Sweden. I have been writing features for a few years and am hopeful to break into Hollywood, which is a dream of mine. Is it first-rate practice to send full scripts to industry executives without them asking for them? Absolutely! (laughs) Send them over Uh, and over and over again. I think that's a good idea. They love that. They do. Right. Well, there's one less writer in my way. That's the way I'm looking at that. Yeah, they love to have stuff. And you know what? Yeah, they think that's great. So here's the deal. What's her name? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Lady, here's the deal, okay? If you don't hear back after sending your full printed out script without them asking, if you don't hear back from them Uh within a week, send it again. (laughs) And then if you don't hear back, send it again. That's what I do. Okay, Johnny. There you go. All right. Well, it's time for the movie quotes game. And uh, this is where I read a movie quote. And you try to tell me what movie it's from. And we're regurgitating. I mean, recycling them. Because I just didn't feel like looking for more. So here's your first one. Oh, man. And this one was used way back in the beginning. So let's see if you got it this time around. Okay. Okay. You ready? No. Oh, come on, guys. It's so simple. Maybe you need a refresher course. It's all ball bearings nowadays. That's easy. Come on. And you had it before. Did I? <laughs> yeah, these are recycled. Oh, I thought you meant, and I got it before. No. I'll give you the character's name. Just to make you look really bad. Yeah. Erwin M. Fletcher. That does nothing for me. Chevy Chase plays Erwin M. Fletcher. Oh, Fletcher. Fletch. Oh, Oh, man. Yikes. You know the movie Fletcher. (laughs) God. That's fun. I like that. Is it? Mm -hmm. It is for me. having fun. Okay, here's the next one. Yeah, I called her up. She gave me a bunch of crap about me not listening to her enough or something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> you know what? Oh, no. Yes, I know okay. it, but I don't know oh. it. Damn it. You want the character name? Sure. Harry Dunn. Oh. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Jeff Daniels. Wow. Oh. 
I think I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Okay, here's a third one. My theory is you can't go around avoiding everybody you screwed up with. And trust me, I'm a New Yorker. No? Yikes. Character name, James Brennan. (sighs) Person who played James Brennan. Oh, you know it? Is it uh, 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 Step Brothers? Jesse Eisenberg played James Brennan in this movie. Is it uh, Zombieland? Adventureland. One of the land ones. I thought it was a land. That was rough. I got none of them. That was really, really rough. What the hell is wrong with me? And those were recycled. Okay, now we're going to move on mm-hmm. to the Trivial Pursuit TV cards that I found in my garage without the game. Without the game. So I have a new buzzer or clock timer yeah. for this. Like, you ready? Oh, you have a new timer. You want to hear it? Sure. Because I wanted to differentiate. Uh, you see you people out in podcast land. That's the kind of stuff that goes into this show. That's the, the kind of work. Production. The kind of production. Well, I was bored one day. That's good. A little different. Okay. Okay. Here's your first one from the thing and the stuff. Mm-hmm. If I could read it. If you don't have reading glasses, I don't uh-huh. care if you're 10, <laughs> you can't read these. Look how small that, that print microscopic. is. Microscopic. Stupid Yikes. trivial pursuit. No wonder we threw away the game. What was the name of the famous band singer played by Desi Arnaz? Oh, man. The, I love Lucy. Yeah. Ricky Ricardo. What the hell's wrong with me? Wow. It's getting oh. worse, people. Oh, this is good. What blonde comedian was a regular on Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In? Ugh. Goldie Hawn. I was going to say Suzanne Summer. Damn it. Goldie Hawn. Who played the father on Family Affair? (laughs) Fred Flintstone. Brian Keith. Mm, Brian Keith. I didn't think you'd get that. That's a hard one. Okay. What was the family name on Beverly Hillbillies? The Clampets? Yeah! I couldn't find a bell. Fucking hell. Yeah. But you got <laughs> it. I forgot there where the go. bell was. Okay, you got it. One. one. Okay. Now, here's the 90s trivia that people have said they like, the TV trivia 90 cards. I should do That you brought in. Name the actor who played bartender and owner of the bar Cheers. Ted Danson. If you don't get this, you're out. Uh, Where will you find the characters Gary and Squidward? At the Krusty Krab. Oh, Bikini Bottom. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Well, I'm not. Yeah, it is that, but you don't get a win. Oh, I named three good things. That's where the they problem. Can be found at. You named three. Okay, which naked gun actor married Dorothy in the final episode of 
The Golden Girls. Leslie Nielsen? Okay. Who's the only... <laughs> One little tip. Big actor. One little tip. Uh-huh. When you say the name, uh-huh. don't use it as a question. Oh. You know, you want to be forceful. Uh, Leslie Nielsen, uh, not Leslie Nielsen. Because uh, you're going to get it next time you do that. Okay. In which comedy would you find a gay lawyer and a straight Jewish woman? Really? Will and Grace. Oh. I'm surprised you didn't get that. You didn't watch that? Not really. Not a fan? Yeah. Okay, there you go, everybody. The thing from the stuff. Are we done? Yeah, that's all. That's it. So wait, <laughs> that doesn't seem right. I think it was a stupid bell I was it using. I, I don't up. know if I like that. Thanks a lot, audience. Yes, yeah, stupid. I you messed with the flow of the show. Did that enhance it any, or did it make it worse? I don't know. Uh, Write oh. in and tell us. Magic eight ball. Did you like the new timer for the things and the cards and the stuff that were found in this thing? Yes. (laughs) Such an asshole. Of course. (sighs) I hate that magic eight ball. (laughs) It's the Make My Damn Movie Stat Picks, where we attempt to force you to watch the movies that we like. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Waiting for the music to end. Okay, what do you got? There it is. What you got? All right. From 2006, Let's Go to Prison. Oh, I like that movie. Oh, you saw it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Directed by Bob Odenkirk. I think this was his first directorial debut. Hmm. Better Call Saul. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that. Okay. Starring Dax Shepard and Will Arnett. Yep. A career criminal played by Dax Shepard wants revenge on the judge that locked him up and keeps locking him up. Yes. But his plan is thwarted by the death of the judge. Then he focuses his vengeance on the judge's douchey son played by Will Arnett. Yep. And he gets the victim's son arrested in a botched robbery and then joins him in the same prison hilarity ensues it does oh my god it's very funny very dark yeah but extremely yes, that's good dark but I like good it. okay yeah. watch it yeah watch it name of it again let's go to prison eagle versus shark is uh, mine from 2007 have you ever seen that's it that's a good one oh yeah. you've seen it uh-huh it's a new zealand comedy bordering on dark comedy yeah okay it stars uh jemaine clement and lauren horsley So a socially awkward fast food waitress called Lily meets Jared, a weirdo video game clerk at a costume party. Mm. He's a bit of a douchebag, this one. But Lily goes gaga over this idiot for some reason, and they embark on a pretty strange relationship. But this jerk-off Jared is gearing up for his ultimate revenge against a dude that bullied him in high school many years ago. He's obsessed with this revenge. Yes. So Jared dumps Lily, but she's having none of that. She plants her feet, refuses to give in to the breakup. It's quirky. It's frustrating. It's fun. You should check out Eagle versus Shark. That's funny. I'm sorry. You should check out Eagle versus Shark. Both vengeance comedies in our lineup. I love that movie. 
Yeah. And a lot of people have told me over the years, oh, I watched that movie, but I got to put the subtitles on because it's uh, very, very thick accents. New Zealandy. But I'd say to those people that told me that, you're fucking stupid because <laughs> there's no reason for that. It's pretty easy. All right. You introduced that movie to me. I did? Yeah. Oh, good. So you liked it? Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Moving to killer log lines. Yeah. This is the topic that I've chosen today because the Pickle Hut, one of my comedy screenplays, mm-hmm. won best log line in the stage 32 contest. And I still got to get that off to the person yes. to read and get a consultation with. Anywho, what is a log line? You might be asking yourself. And if you are, why are you listening <laughs> you to this podcast? You should be listening to this podcast. A log line is a one or two sentence summary or description of a movie. Usually it should be one line. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with the two. So you guys out there do two, maybe three. Log (laughs) lines distill the important elements of a screenplay into a clear, concise teaser. Right. Okay. The goal is to write a log line so enticing that it hooks the reader into reading the entire script. Like so just happened, which just happened to you with this log line, the pickle hut, the wicked dethroned best tasting pickle champion and her deviant granddaughters plot against the sweet young woman that took her coveted title. Now mm-hmm. that's the reworked log line. The one ah, that won yeah. is the wicked dethroned best pickle champion and her deviant granddaughters plot against the sweet young woman that took her title. Ah. I edited that down. Well, I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know. Best tasting <laughs> yeah. pickle. I added best tasting. Exactly. So I added tasting and coveted. <laughs> Is anyone following Wait this Wait a shit? second. What's going on here? Okay. Moving on. So, log line. <laughs> We often forget that the log line is the element that gets the initial attention of producers. And that is a fact. That's it. No one's going to read a script. Well, wait, I told that woman that wrote in to send her scripts blindly. <laughs> it was. Well, if she reached the end of this podcast, you know what? I she's think- going to not do that. I think I mocked her enough that she probably isn't listening at this point. So that's good. Okay, moving on. But anyway, the log line is the proverbial knock on the front door. Right. Right? The foot in the door. And it's very easy to overthink a log line, which I have done. It's got to be one sentence. Mm -hmm. I've had log lines that were one sentence that were like A huge run on. Just a mess. One long sentence and you have to chop 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 mm-hmm. chop chop and you gotta let people read them yeah just so, like your screenplay yes. always be editing your log exactly lines. and i constantly hey read this log line does it make sense would you want to see this movie that's the key that's it mm-hmm. that's what you need to do if you can't do that in one sentence give it up i've been telling you for a long time to give it up anyway <laughs> so here's it's another true. good reason just to give it up <laughs> Because I know you're like, my log lines are like three sentences. Good. I applaud you. I don't have a clapping sound effect in front of me. Oh, wait. I applaud you. Yay. Keep doing that. Yeah. But mine have been whittled and whittled and whittled and whittled until people are like, wow, I got to see that movie. Mm Mm-hmm. It's almost got, like making a logo for a company or a business. Just you're right. it all down to one thing. You know, I like what you just said. I like that. It's a logo. It's uh-huh. your movie's logo. Yeah. In writing. I like that. 
So let's take one of these other ones that I've done for the screenplay, the flip side. And then we're going to kind of break it down real quick because this is my favorite one. Okay. An unlikely alliance of high school stoners and jocks joined forces in 1977 to hatch a zany scheme to stop their meddling principal's attempt to keep them from working at a popular burger joint. What I like about Uh this is because right out of the gate, it's an unlikely alliance. Those two words get my attention. Right. An unlikely alliance of what? High school. Yeah. Why are they unlikely? And now you know they're in high school and they're stoners. And jocks mm-hmm. teaming up. There it is. And then I actually write, join forces, and I give the time period, because it's a period piece. And what are they doing? They're hatching a, and here's another great word, zany yeah. scheme, and they want to stop there. Here's another key word, meddling principles attempt to keep them from working at a popular burger joint. Everything in this log line, in my opinion, which is all that matters... <laughs> is perfect. It really screams, I got to see that. I wish I had entered this one in the thing. Because I bet you that one would have probably gotten a lot of eyes on it. Probably. Because it says everything. And if you were to read this screenplay, (laughs) producers, (laughs) you need to know that this logline encapsulates that screenplay. Yeah. Period. Go to makemydamnmovie.com. Yeah, go to the screenplays page. And request... To uh, download, download a screenplay of the thing. Anyway, I love the flip sides yeah. log line. That's a good. Now, all of my log lines really do encapsulate the screenplay, but that one specifically, I love all the words that I chose. Unlikely alliance. Also, it calls out all the beats of the screenplay. It really does. It really, truly does. And next week, mm-hmm. I already have a topic. Believe it or not. Yeah. And next week, we're going to talk about comedy screenplays and their dramatic elements that you have to have. But some comedies go too far, and they turn into what people like to call dramedies, Dramedies, which, in my opinion, are stupid. (laughs) Hate dramedies. It's either one or the other, but every comedy has to have some little dramatic parts in there. Right. Just like every action film has to have elements of comedy yes just for levity exactly so if you'd write dramedies stop listening to this podcast we don't want any <laughs> part of you, you. Yeah, we hate you you're the worst magic eight oh magic eight ball mm, magic eight ball he's gonna turn against you are he dramedies a good idea You, man. I've never heard him say that. Wait. Wait. What kind of what fucking kind of talking toy that? is that? Jerk. I'm an asshole. You're an asshole. asshole. I don't like the Magic 8-Ball anymore. Foul mouth. What do you think of the Magic 8-Ball? Yeah, what do you think of the Magic 8-Ball, foul mouth? That jerk is a fucked up, shit-eating fuckface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you it. tell him. Hey, Grossinator, what do you think of the thing and the stuff? I'm gonna make what? a horrible, gross <laughs> He's it stupid. doesn't make any sense. You- I'm going to make a horrible, horrible fart. Grossinator, get the hell out of here. Dude, I cannot get over that word. <laughs> a cor- a horrible? That they actually like put that? this They put this wonderful product on the market <laughs> with that <laughs> fucking mistake in there? A horrible, a long, oh. a revolting. There's another one. A disgusting, a big, 
One of them says something stupid. Wait. Well, gross, boring nerd. Gross. No. Nerd. Bonehead. Bonehead. It's that was Johnny it. Carson again. <laughs> Who? Loser. Whip. Weasel. I want to get back to Bonehead. Uh-huh. Now listen carefully, people. This is important. <laughs> it's important to me. I don't care about you. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> He's a nerd, too, like Johnny Carson. Bonehead. Bonehead. Hate that thing. Hate them all. Ah! I love that. Okay. <laughs> we done? the fuck box. Okay. I think our job is done. Whatever that is. I don't think it matters, <laughs> to be honest. Okay. Uh, go to makemydamnmovie.com if you want. Other than that, later, Gator. Bye.